July 6, 2023, it's a lot for Pedro Show.
For Pedro Show. Happy Thursday. Started off with John Coltrane. It's a live excerpt, November 28, 1962. A little piece of autumn leaves. Even though we're in starting summer, <laughs> or we're in summer. Then we had Yankee Gaucho with Relief from Addiction. And because of those uh, Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got uh, Ranhan Dada from Yankee Gaucho, Portland, Oregon. Welcome aboard, Ranhan. Hello, brother. Yeah, big love. We got to give Alec uh, credit for the connect. Thank you, music we trust. Thank you so much. Grazie. Grazie. Uh, okay, I want to learn about your trippy uh, mix of fangs, which I think music is most righteous when it does. Uh, so I want to learn about your journey through music. So please bring your earliest musical recollection. Well, this whole project. No, no, I want to go back when you were a fucking chico, a little muchacho, right? When you were a boy. I was working with the piano by my parents, and I ran away from uh, from the academy. Okay, where's this? Yeah, that's right. I grew up in Chicago. Okay. Uh, I always kind of had the piano in front of me, uh, but I was never into it. I was in the sports. So ah, did you have the class. did you have the the privilege of having the piano lesson torture bout thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, since I was five. <laughs> okay, I've had cats on the show that almost made them quit music. <laughs> oh yeah, I did for a while. Okay. Uh, then my parents were nice enough to let me pick up uh, the guitar. Uh, but I totally appreciate all that experience. Cause, uh, yeah, but you usually it's usually you know. later, right? Because in the moment, it's like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, you little kid. It's still right, right. right. Let me let me ask you this: blood, you know, so. was it was the piano in the pad? Was it in the what? Where you grew up in the oh, pad? We had. Uh, I was in a school one for a while, and then uh, and then my current our current home where my parents stayed. No, I'm talking about what, way when you're youth, you know. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, we didn't have one in the house until I was using like a little Casio at home. Yeah. To practice. And sure, then we had sure. the piano at the school. Let me ask you this. At school, were you also, were you in like the, the marching band or the choir, shit like that? No, I did, uh, I had some clarinet by like age 10. Yeah. You know, band, school band. Sure. Like, like kind of uh, concert band, right? What would what, you play? Yeah. What'd you play? I played clarinet in that. Whoa, licorice stick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I'm just finishing this book on Charlie Christian, and you know his two years with Betty Goodman was a big deal. Yeah. It's funny nobody rocks a clarinet these days, but in those days, I guess it could cut through and shit. Uh, what was yeah. the first, uh, yeah. Ron? Hunt, what was the first uh, record you bought with your own money? First record. Oh, by the way, uh, the name is I pronounce it Ron John. Oh, it's like, like it's spelled, yeah. It's confusing because uh, people think I'm like, you know, Spanish descent, but I'm, I'm not. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like saying oh, Josie, yeah. though. You know, you know, sometimes you want to just say Jose because Josie. Oh, yeah. There, there's some Josies, <laughs> but not a lot of them. 
<laughs> and look where I live in fucking Pedro, right? When I came, I came here from Virginia. And that, I, I, where did you get that? But you know, like Sly Stone said, it's not where you're from; yeah. it's where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. okay, okay. Ron John, I got it. There's a fucking uh, place in Florida that makes like swim trunks called Ron John. Oh yeah, it's a surf shop. You know surf about shop. it? I I ninety five, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get back to the thing. So the First record you bought with your money, please. First record. Well, I, was, uh, I didn't start listening to uh, music until I was around 8 or 9 or 10. Uh, and the first tapes I bought. Was, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't care about the media. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. a kid, you ain't got a lot of money. Was, so uh, I'm, When you're a kid, you was, ain't got uh, a lot of money. So I'm interested in what you would spend your money on, right? If it was oh, your yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, the first two I remember uh, was Red Hot Chili Peppers um, and Heavy D. And what was that? Oh, yeah, uh, I remember and, Heavy D. I remember Heavy D. Uh, yeah. And, and I think the Chili Peppers, I'm on one of the records. They thanked me. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they played like, uh, they opened up for the Minutemen like their second gig or something. We know those guys. They were always very kind to us. Uh, uh, what, was, what was the first gig you saw live? First one? I think it must have been Primus. Okay. Some bass. I, I watched them a bunch. Primus Soundgarden, those were my favorites. I remember playing I never Chicago. Made it to like the Pearl Jam, but some of those big, really bigger shows I never made it to. Les Claypool had me open for Primus in Chicago at a hockey rink. You want to talk about bad sound? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you work the room, right, vaudeville? Yeah, so, the, the crowd was fucking great. So now, now, oh, yeah, yeah, they didn't want us to play. <laughs> Throwing <laughs> shit at uh, fucking Nels Klein, right? Throwing money, uh, quarters. Oh, right, yeah. Fucking assholes. <laughs> but anyway, you know, humans, interesting species. Uh, <laughs> I'm still learning about them. Being one myself, uh, I, I'm curious. Uh, how did you get on the guitar? Did uh, did you uh, buy one at a thrift store? Did you get one for Christmas? How did you end up on the guitar? Well, I got yeah. So my parents uh, realized I was skipping um, piano lessons. I was like kind of bitching class after school classes at uh, this kind of academy that they wanted me to go to. Uh, and so. I remember the conversation, but we negotiated for a uh, guitar because, you know, I was listening to this 90s music and I was, that's what I was into. Um, so they got me a classical guitar. And I took, An uh, acoustic uh, guitar, and right? And so you're tripping. Why does this sound like the guitars on the records? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Everybody yeah. says that, you know. Even yeah, me and D Boom, we thought it was some like some studio magic. No, it's electric guitars with amplifiers. Yeah, yeah. So it took like about three years, and then finally uh, I got my Stratocaster, which still I still use the blue Mexi Strat. Ah, so still hanging on the wall. I still use it. Let me ask you this: not after school, like graduating, but after school in the afternoon, did yeah. you get into the basement band, garage band, bedroom band? No, not too much. I was kind of a uh, I was kind of a little bit of a hermit, or maybe I just didn't have uh, music friends because we were playing sports mostly together. Ah, okay. So, like, so, kind of uh, man alone mode stuff. for music. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I didn't really go too far in college, so it was a little bit of jamming. Yeah. Uh, I did the one or two open mics on some, like, instrumental things I put together, but it just didn't never went very far. Uh, and so, for like 10 years, you know, kind of. 
kind of was a lull uh, until I was down in Corvallis in my 30s and like really started listening to music. And then I started playing bands, started playing keyboard in some bands. And, um, Corvallis, so did you go to, I'm thinking Corvallis, Oregon State? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, lots of connections there. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, like two big schools in, well, I guess in Portland there's Jack, uh, Reed, too, but, uh, okay, so that's where you start, like, playing with other cats? Yeah, that's where, uh, you know, I had a, the first band I was in down there was because uh, I had a home series, Hammond Organ, in our garage, and uh, my friends had, we started a country band. They're all super talented. They know how to play music. They know music, and uh, they let me join, so that was cool, and we did that. Ah, so so you used the piano skills to work the organ. Yeah, exactly. It all came back around. That's why I said, you know, I wasn't upset. Yeah, hey, you I know what? <laughs> Ron John, that's a great lesson to the listeners, man. It's never wasted with music. You never know. No. You're invested in the next time you don't even realize might happen. Yeah, that's music is like, you know, it's entwined in all the, like, best and the worst of life. Beautiful. And what were these guys called? That was called the Psych Country Review. Okay. And this is where you're doing your first gigs with band members, right? As a band member. And we had, uh, actually had the guitarist, close friend of mine, he played on this record on the third track called Morning with Pain. He's playing the electric guitar on his track on that one. What, What about this? I got this demo. Uh, Milonga para una nina. Oh, yeah, those are some of the. I want to play it. Can I play it? You got the demo? Okay, here we go. El que me vino penando por causa de un mal amor. No encuentra nada mejor que cantar y defensando. Diciendo vocabulando. Culpa puro tener cuando ve que la mujer no conoce obligaciones, se ganzuela con canciones, se olvida de que Tu inocencia 
Call it love Call it magic Call it whatever that you like All is all Call it nothing Time's a cycle Bicycling by Things ain't always what they seem You guard the way Your holy mountain Don't let any one near Stand your ground Behind your ears, complain. Watch your mouth. Your bells sound. Tattle told. The titters and patters tell on you for whom the bells told. Those who make the weight may ride the pony. Come on, my family tree, bugger boy, climb on. Hugger buggy me on the lawn. Out of the cradle and onto the saddle. Unbridled? You bet. Don't spit out the bit just yet. Got more bark that needs a bitten. Out of the cradle again. This could go on endlessly unless. No, you really should. We've sprung, that is. We're cut from the same wood. Your sprig, which I raised on, bended, nod, knotted, knee. It's tis of thee, a twig part of me. Out of the cradle, then. What do you eat? Pecker, I white ash good, pecker wood. Out of the cradle and rockin'. What's knockin'? Come on, it's time to kick it. Now rock it. <laughs> Thank you. 
that's rocking with me. The band played on. We'll see how long. In the beginning was the words, and then there was life. For there is no rock god where there is no spotlight. When the music's over, when the music's over, when the music's over, first course repeat. Till you get it, go with the jingle, jingle, jungle, jangle, till you buy it. Kids want candy, can do. I wrote candy too. Kids are always right. No county for taste. You cook the beefsteak. I'll keep my bookkeep. Told, truth's my thing. I kind of tell a lie. If I tried, I shall not, and I shan't. Why, why would I? I'm a cherry tree, Cherie, a la verite. The truth, I'm bootstrapped for molasses and sap happy. I'm nailed to the boards. I rule the stage door, front center stage. Now you get your asses on the dance floor. Go! I'm a cherry tree, mon cherie. Come on, I'm first row friendly. My roots run deep. I'm more street than you know, but I gotta do the show. It's 12 and teen, just plenty. with me? When the bout breaks, you'll be holding me. Tell me now. Don't fill me now or I'm a felled tree in a forest ground making a big sound coming down for all the suckers and twigs, sap, tappers and here. Don't cut me down. Don't cut. Can't stand the buzz band saw. Put the axe down. Let the logs fall. Let the limbs let them grow. Listen in. Listen to my sap. Listen to my leaves blow. Watch me blossom. Listen to me bloom. Prim me. Prune me like you should. Don't cherry pick me clean for a piece of pie. Let me stand. Let me make my stay. A monument to a man. Planted here on his own plot with his own pot. Watch behind your ears between. Watch your mouth. Who tattle told? The titters.
wrote a tattoo on my neck. Ah, heck, it's a wreck. Ah, heck, a wreck at its peak. It's wild. And now is our chance, a wreck of a dance, our chance for romance. And that is that. That, ladies and gentlemen, is that. That is that, nothing's missing, our life will be blissing, and there's no need for hissing, only wild applause, no hissing on this day, no, it's not, it's feeling good, it's feeling hot, happiness is what we've got, our day and our night, our time to be free, yeah, I do agree, meet me by the apple tree, Our life is right tonight. Time to take the took, time to take a look, time to write that book. One day, our day will be wild. Our night will be wild. We own this clock. Best on the block. That's us. Yeah, we'll find that missing sock. Go 
Pedro Show, start that chunk of music off with Yankee Gaucho doing a demo of Malaga para una Nina and Falconetti. This is waiting for a bass. I think it's from me. <laughs> but we'll play it anyways. Scenic. Scenic. But spelled trippy, right? N-I-C-K. <laughs> African head charge after that. Brand new. This is a band that goes back. Buddies of the pop group. Push me, pull you. Zach Rosen with bicycle sock tight. Raymond Pettibone, Old Gort, who tattled told. Swenson Klein out of Canada, for I am. Jad Fair and Samuel Lockward, their collab. This is our chance. Peko Gin, that's Gin, D-J-I-N-N, where they get the word genie, people. It's uh, kind of a d- demon, though, a devil. Uh, Zebby, it's the tune. Ruth Maskelly with pl- uh, Psychic Surgery, brand new. St. Abdullah and Jason Nazary with Looking Through Us. And finally, another demo. Yankee Gaucho with Dijam. Oh, now we do do Spanish, right? Dajame <laughs> que me vaya. <laughs> okay. That's right. I'm, I'm a slow learner. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a slow learner. I'm, I'm getting, getting, getting. So, so, uh, do you get to record with these guys? Do you get to tour with them, or is it just local uh, Corvallis scene? Uh, this is my band that we've had. It's Port- this is a Portland band. No, no, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're back uh, in history still. with. Uh, oh, yeah. So that was uh, just local. We actually had this sweet uh, place in uh, county land, unincorporated land. It was 10 acres long. Oh. 10 acres long, 10 by 1. Uh, huge creek in the reserve down below. And we had this huge pole barn. Yeah. Out, and we were throwing big shows because it was... Down there at the time, it was the best place, best venue, I think. Okay, uh, so okay. Bands. We were there, we had some shows, we did a big festival, and they, they were going to kick us out, so um, oh. it was called Watermelon. Even, even with all that open space, you still got noise complaints. No, we didn't. That's why uh, we did, across the street, there was a huge subdivision. Yeah. It was uh, it was a weird, like, mixed kind of thing. It was massive. You know, it's hundreds of people across there. And so we got a couple, but um, only really when all the cars started coming in. Right, right. Track homes and all that. Yeah. So, 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 so what, then you moved to Portland? Yeah. Then, uh, I moved, let's see, I lived in Portland. I was kind of back and forth. I was traveling. And so before I came back to Portland, I went down to Argentina. And that's like what started this whole Yankee Gaucho project. Okay, okay. Uh, so Gaucho is like, uh, is like, Cowboy. It's kind of a, yeah, yeah I should tell, uh, vaquero is really how they kind of say cowboy, but not in Argentina, it's a gaucho. Yeah, yeah, and they call us, they call Americans Yankees. Right, Yankees, Yankees, right. So uh, some kid who saw me playing actually in the States, right when I got back, uh, I was at a hospital down in uh, Austin, and this kid was like on a business trip, but he was like, he was a gaucho, he's from Argentina. Uh, and he saw me playing like on the in the back, you know, area or something. And he's like, like, oh shit, you play, you play that, you play gotcha music. <laughs> yeah, so he took me took me around with some open mics and stuff. And he uh, he called me a Yankee gaucho. Whoa, okay. Oh, that's how the that's how that name that stuck. That was like ten years ago. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, the, uh, the, the yeah, I was ca- down in Argentina and. Uh, that's why I started. I learned a few songs down there. I was traveling, studied with a great, great teacher. Spent, uh, you know, a bunch of time every night, really, in this huge kind of restaurant thing. That, uh, you know, at ten o'clock, my teacher would play a dinner show, and then at midnight, eleven or midnight, like all those people piling every single night uh, with all their instruments and all these different rooms. Yeah. Get the deal going, and they would start playing all these traditional songs. I think, I think the I know the guitar is big there, but isn't yeah. the bandoneon really big there? That kind of accordion. Yeah, the bandoneon. Yeah, yeah. Where you you have to kind of play it in time. It's not just bellows. You have to like squeeze it in time. The other accordions, yeah, yeah are, are a little different. It's yeah, a it's a bitching sound. Yeah. Okay, and then you come back, uh, uh, and uh, you put together Yankee Gaucho though in Portland. I was in, I went back to Corvallis, like I had it, and actually I played with uh, uh, my friend who plays violin on the first track, yeah. uh, the second part of the first track, um, which is a traditional song. Uh, me and her played together in Corvallis for a good year, where we were just, just playing uh, gaucho tunes and some covers, you know, like, you know, we'd play like the 
any kind of American cover that's a little bit Spanish, like uh, Man Who Sold the World, something like that. Uh, we play stuff like that. David Bowie. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's got like a Spanish uh, cadence you know, for music. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, said, I, you know what? Next hour, I got some live duo stuff. Maybe it's kind of like that. Yeah, it was Guitar uh, by Alea. We kind of did the melodramatic thing, uh, but it was also kind of ripping. Okay, okay. And, and how, how does that evolve into the band? Um, and she's up here now, so we play. We still play. Okay. The band, so when I got into Portland, I finally made my way into Portland, uh, back into the big city. Uh, and I just started hitting up people on Craigslist, honestly. Boris was a Craigslist! That's right. <laughs> right. Five years. Uh, Mark Kellogg was the first, so we played together as a duo for a while. Then the bass player jumped in probably, you know, a year later, less than a year later. And we were a trio. Um, and I was going okay, but, you know, we're playing, uh, playing the bars, playing rock shows and stuff and I was like you gotta get drunk so that's I asked my friend Jay Lever played the Hearts of Oak uh, I asked him to join and he brought his drum kit his congas sets up his congas in the drum kit and he started wailing on it so <clears throat> kind of had to step up the game to hang and uh, so what was the first gig you did with the whole band the whole band the first one We played at Slims a lot. Are you talking in the city on Levitt Street? Uh, we were down in St. John's. When I'm thinking uh -huh. of Slims, I'm talking uh, like Market, right? South Market on Levitt Street. Oh, no. Yeah, no you're talking, there's a Slims up in Portland? Okay. Yeah, North, North Portland. Okay, um, this Slims in the city it. in San Francisco, it's owned by Boss Gags. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Same name, different, <laughs> different dude. Okay. Yeah, that must have been it because we were playing there a lot. Yeah, I remember in the when I first po played Portland early '80s, uh, there was only one place this Terica. Cat named George Ranny looked. He spit an image of Carlos Santana. That's right. Yeah, but he's a Greek dude. Shows to go, you. You know. Yeah. Uh, but D Boone went through that deck. He kept playing, didn't stop. <laughs> And uh, you know who was at that gig was Greg Sage, though the Wipers guy. It was a real big deal for us. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's we those three Wipers first albums were such big thing to us, you know. Yeah, I like. Yeah, really good, really <laughs> good. So you that that first gig, you guys get right, especially with a drummer, right? Yeah, you're rocking. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was some adjustments, you know. The, the volume had gone up. And what, and what about like your, your songwriting now instead of writing for Man Alone or for a duet, you're writing for a rock band, huh? That's right. So it was the same kind of songs, but uh, we had to kind of fix things. I mean, our bass player was loving it. He's uh, <laughs> a drummer now. He didn't have to like just play along with the vocals. Right, right. That that That's a skill in itself because you got to yeah. kind of like double up as a drumming guy in a way you know the rockabilly guys that's where they got that slap in the strings against the neck yeah yeah that's what james brown says he walks by every single player he says what do you play so i play bass no you play drums what do you play i'll play guitar no you play no, drums you play 
One time I saw Jim Brown play. He had three trap kits, and they were playing the exact same thing. You know how tight you have to play so it's not Flam City? Oh, man. It was tits. But the, I yeah. think he was heavy on the display. I think he was a drummer man himself originally uh-huh. as a kid. He also was a little Richard impersonator for a little while. Oh, shit. Interesting life, yeah. Interesting. Shine shoes. He did all kinds yeah. of shit. Yeah. Heavy dude. I got to see him a few times. Big inspiration. Uh, and Bootsy was in the band for a little bit. And Catfish, uh-huh. Bootsy's brother Catfish, uh, ran the rhythm guitar, and he was in charge of the clams, right? I think it was $5 a clam. And you could get a clam just for wearing the wrong clothes, not just hitting a bad note. <laughs> at, at the airport, I heard. <laughs> not even on stage, right? Look, we're at the end of the first hour. Ju- July 6, 2023. Dish Peter Show. Special guest, Ron John Dad. Hold tight for hour two. July 6, 2023, second hour, Watt from Pedro Show. One by Willie Nelson.
Thank you. What for Pedro Show? Start off the second hour with Yankee Gaucho doing Never Cared for You. And this is the live duo version, though, from 2018. Then we had Bombas Prennan with Patero, Gary Lee Connor, uh, Screaming Tree main songwriter, man, Way of the Future, Sunk Kevin. After that, absolutely nothing. This is uh, uh, Austin, the son of uh, Ivan Julian, Cynthia Slay. Uh, Richard Helm, the Voidoids, and uh, Bush Tetris. Finally, uh, again, live duo 2018 version of Yankee Gaucho doing debt. Yeah, how, how long did this go, the duo? That was a uh, single show that uh, I played with. Um, we played all the arrangements, so I played with every single player in my band as a duo, or a trio. Yeah. Um, We've been playing a lot as a trio uh, with me, bass, and drums. And then this one uh, was just me and the drums, and we've done that uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, I don't know if it's because someone couldn't make it. Sometimes it's because someone couldn't make it, or sometimes we just started to do. And the show uh, must go on, right? The show must go on. <laughs> exactly. This was at uh, Alberta Street Pub. Yeah. 2018. Okay. Uh, Freddie Trujillo. We played with Freddie Trujillo. Freddie Trujillo. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when do you bring these guys into the studio the first time? People. Oh, boy. That was fun because we recorded uh, as a trio. Yeah. You know, all a bunch of songs for a demo. And they were good enough that we could have used them. But uh, then I asked the game to join. Yeah. So... (laughs) Like, well, we tried overdubbing, but uh, he tried to play to the out. stuff. He tried to play drums yeah. and stuff that was already uh, recorded. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that that's tough. You know, yeah. Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, Earl Palmer did it for uh, this Elvin Jones solo in this crazy ass movie called Zachariah, where he's uh, a cowboy. Yeah. They they they, fu- they got the filming right, but they fucked up the sound. So Earl Palmer went and by watching. You know, Elvin, he produced it. Yeah, that's incredible how the cat could do that. But he was second call guy with the wrecking. Yeah. After Hal Blaine. Yeah. We tried. Okay, you tried. (laughs) So what you do, you just fucking cut bait and just re-record everything? Oh, we just started, yeah, we started over, and it was probably better for that, you know. Yeah, sure, Uh, sure. You know, not just for the recording, but also to kind of have some new ideas, too. Oh, yeah, Um, it could evolve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we started practicing a little bit. Stop trying to rush it. I mean, this was all demo stuff that we were just trying to get something online so we could, you know, get shows. Sure. Um, but then uh, they just start. They did start to evolve. Um, and then we we did re-record some of those demos for the album. You know, it was probably 2018. Uh, I was unemployed. I was working construction a lot, and in the winter times, I get unemployed. I'd sit on unemployment, and uh, one year I just kind of it all kind of came together. The concept of the album, the songs, the kinds of overdubs instruments that I would add, kind of add, and who would do them, um, and the originals. You know, this is like it's like half originals, half uh, Argentine traditionals. And I didn't want to make an album unless it was at least half originals, or at least we'd really reworked. You know, showing our creative kind of skills. Right, right. And it came together like that. And, uh, yeah, it was like over a period of years. 
cranking away, working with Ezra Meredith of Deer Lodge. Sure. All this. Um, we did a labor trade. <laughs> we installed a bunch of windows with them all around his house. All right. There you so, a little barter yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. All that sweats in this album, that for sure. <laughs> Look, I got one more from that the duo days. Uh, this, well, that gig, right? This is uh, yeah. Grania Tijuana. That's right, JJ Kaltons. Yeah, yeah.
report My observations for all to sort Tiny cop cars
Show that chunk of music start off again. One more from the live duo gig from 2018 Yankee Gaucho doing Ganaya Duana JJ Kale. Much respect. Bobby Lee's after that with Limousine, Luke Stewart, Jarvis Earshot Quartet, Anacoic, Anacoic, 
Sunset, Midwestern Medicine with End Time, and finally Yankee Gaucho with Zamapara Ovadate. Okay, and uh, what about uh, the Yankee Gaucho tour for that out when you get it done? No, that's oh, when the situation yeah. happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wish uh, we, we all, we're all working folks, full time working folks. So, uh, you know, best we can do is uh, some short trips, but it's all going to be pretty local. We're playing a lot. We're playing tonight, actually, with Drunk Prayer at Welfare. What about I 5 tour, like Seattle? And, uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, Sack okay, Town. I'm, and, looking at it. I'm trying to look at the festival. Summer festivals now. I'm trying to kind of make a list, and uh, you know, Alex has been helping me out, trying to trying to get some gigs and get the word out. Now that we've got this album, you know, play play a lot. Sure, and, and you know, you were you were talking about like you wanted the album to be at least half original, but you you say part of your technique is taking some Argentine things and then reworking them your way. Yeah. So the the first song. That's an old school uh, Argentina uh, folk tune um, from like the 30s. Uh, the second one, also, that's more like a 50s. That second one is like uh, the Zamba para That's uh, like probably the most popular folklore folk song down there. Um, and then the last two, uh, which are combined into one track, <clears throat> those are. Uh, old folk songs as well, and so they're they're. Uh, if you listen to them, you know the way they do it is like just very like kind of porch folk, and I kind of like you know did some kind of psychedelic things with them. We kind of sludged one of them out, <clears throat> uh, just kind of put a, a different flair. Actually, the second one that's on Bottle I added a whole beat, so it wasn't three four, now it's four four. Okay. So that's some Yankee shit. Okay, talk about three, four and waltzes and shit because the thing, yeah. the other thing that Argentina is known for is fucking tango. Yeah. yeah right, yeah. right. Uh, Tab Falco, I did a tour with him. One, he told he went there to learn how to do that stuff, that dancing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's a famous dude in town. Okay, okay, and uh, but, but but it's not really. You're more the folklore part. Yeah, so I was up, up north. That, the Pango's in Buenos Aires. That's in, right, the big really town. Country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the rest of the country has got, you know, it's very regional, you know, the north. The, oh, absolutely. The Patagonia. Past. Yeah. They're yeah. all, they've got their own styles. You know, the, the rhythms. I, sh- I should also tell the listeners, the more south you go there, the colder it is, people, because it's south of the equator. Cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. full of Germans, too. That makes it really cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and Italians, too. There were a lot of immigrants, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, uh, that's the, Patagonia is like the, the Nazi haven. Well, that's, that's, yeah, uh, that shit, too. <laughs> I think they called it the rat line or some shit. Yeah. yeah. They snuck them yeah, over. Uh, you know, I, I had on the show a couple months ago an Argentina band called Reynos. You know Reynos? Uh, no. They're trippy. Uh, the drummer man, Miguel, he's got, like, Down syndrome. But he, he kind of uh-huh. works it into their music. Yeah, it's kind of his, like, you know, therapy, lifeline kind of thing. But it's also the thing yeah. that makes their band really original. And, in fact, they gave me... I, I, I just uh, p- 
because it's two guys who play guitar or keyboard with him on drums, and they asked me to do a whole album of bass for them, Bajo, you know? So I brought it, and it should be coming out soon. So that's my uh, most recent connection with uh, Argentina. Yeah, I mean, I think I went down, decided to go down there. I didn't really know about what I was going to get into. I was playing in that like, country review, country band, and I thought I'd go down there and, uh, you know, meet some kids and, like, play some open mics, rock and roll band style, get a cheap keyboard. Uh, but I went down there because uh, what intrigued me was uh, the kind of the musical culture, the rock and roll culture down there. Argentina is like very strong since like the you know 50s and 60s. They're doing all that garage rock. Right, right, right. You know, well, like, I got to play. I got to play Buenos Aires with the Stooges at a soccer arena, and they it, it was wild. It was fucking wild. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. Uh, July 6th, 2023, Dish Wap, Peter Swift, special guest, Ron John Data. Hold tight for hour three. July 6th, 2023, it's third hour, Watch for Peter Show.
Pedro Show start off the third hour. Yankee Gaucho doing Wandering Companion. Specs Tree after that with piano number 14, 2.0 version, I guess. A Produce, brand new, Lost River. And then Yankee Gaucho. Here's a tune. Death, booze, saxophones. That's the one. <laughs> Tell me about that tune. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's saxophone. That's another four miles one. Uh, Levi, Uncle Levi, Uncle Levi, close friend of mine, uh, he plays, he would play uh, this kind of free Coltrane kind of sax, oh, free preacher song yeah. from Minnesota, uh, just like love to let loose, kind of let loose, a little too, went a little too far for a little bit, and then he reined himself back in, he's got a couple kids now, great friend of ours, um, and I was writing this song, so this song is epic because it's, the beginning of when I started studying flamenco, which I do here in Portland now, which is a, kind of a, kind of a different thing than the, the Latin folk. Um, but I was learning this stuff, and I was like, I want to kind of fuse this with like some soul music or something. So I kind of put it together, and then I just had this jam. It's like E minor jam. <clears throat> the funky bass line that our bass player put on it. Yeah. Um, it's like a kind of a soul one-two kind of uh, rim shot with a um, with a symbol yeah. kind of rock soul music you know style of rhythm um yeah we, yeah pistol peak I, I was like this out and play it we ripped it out and the crazy thing was that i was messing around with the organ so i played all the organ tracks yeah. on my hand keyboard and i had like just laid them down but when i sent it to him to practice on uh it didn't have that didn't have the organ tracks. So I sent it to him. Uh, he put something amazing together, like two takes, just did his thing. And then uh, brought in the studio, laid it out like pretty quick. And then I added the organ. And I was like, God damn, he was playing like the same. It complemented like perfectly, <laughs> like what I was playing on organ. Wow. Like, same ideas. It was like amazing. You know who had a great organ trio with the sax was Jimmy Smith. Yeah, love Jimmy Smith. And he would do the bass with his feet. 
And yeah. I, I, this cat I'm going to help with the tour this fall, he saw this gig. And Jimmy Smith saw the, thought this couple sitting at a table near the stage was watching his feet. He's like, motherfuckers, stop looking at my feet. Like they wanted to steal his technique, you know? Yeah. <laughs> stop staring at my feet, motherfucker. And then yeah. he, he got a, a tablecloth and put it over his feet. <laughs> yeah, so they he thought they were trying to steal. I heard Robert Johnson used to turn around when he played too. Like you ain't gonna see where my put my fingers, you know. Oh yeah, those pioneer dudes, yeah, they're fine. Right, right. Here, sounds like everybody does it. I want to play this uh, Pedro Camino, huh? The feet in the road, parts one and yeah. two. It's a big uh, journey. Here we go. It is. Oh, 
songbirds drink from the public fountain while the gypsy whales return with a familiar tune. The best songs are never about oneself. I'm not the only one.
Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Yankee Gaucho, Pedro Camino, parts one and two. Then we had uh, Milclono with Milclonic Sequences. And finally, Yankee Gaucho. And this is two tunes, right? Siete de Abril, Zama del Che. Okay. And Che is uh, people. The way they say Tio in Mexico, or dude, the way we say dude, that's what Che is in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so if you're wondering about the Motorcycle Diary author, that's the dude. Yeah, that's what he has. He was the one I had in mind when we, uh, when I, the cover art was a picture that I took without the soldiers, of course. I was up in the Wallowa Mountains, and I was just doing some random poses, and my partner at the time was uh, taking pictures. I saw this one, and I was like, I'm put some military in there. I was just thinking about this, like, Che Guevara movie I saw where they're, like, laying in the mud while military is, like, kind of trying to hunt them out. I think in Bolivia, right? I think it was in Bolivia. Yeah. Yeah, all the way up. They end up cutting his fucking hands off for proof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, slit his neck. Yeah. Bastards. And I guess he had, like, maybe asthma and psoriasis. It was kind of hard for him in the jungle there. Fidel. Yeah, he was, yeah, he had an Yeah, Fidel kind of like scissored him. Yeah, yeah, they were both uh, medical students. Yeah, but I mean, he kind of like, I don't know, like kind of went there. I, I guess Cuba was like no more for him. But uh, I think he's the only Argentine on the grandma, right, on the boat going over. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, we already hinted at your plans on... Uh, doing some gigs in celebration of the record now. Oh, yeah. But, you know, a lot of times when you finish a record, yeah, finally got that done. But then you start thinking about the next one. Are you doing that? That's right. I'm absolutely thinking about the next one. Uh, you know, I, I've, in the back of my head, it's going to help get this one out. You know, we're uh, we're pretty local. This is the first time we're doing any kind of press or anything. Uh, so I think it's only going to go so far. I got a lot of compliments. Um, about the music um, in all its formats. Uh, but I'm absolutely thinking about the next. You know, it's not going to be a one, one-shot wonder. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, but is yeah, it going to be a rerun, or are you going to try different things? Well, uh, you know, when I was sitting around COVID, and I actually, after a pandemic, and I had uh, conceived, like, kind of a mellow, much more mellow. This one's pretty energetic, pretty kind of crazy album. Um so I was like, I was listening to a lot of African music. I was like, I'd do some duos, yeah. acoustic guitar, bass, you know, more acoustic guitar, singing, and like maybe stand-up bass or you know, uh, smaller percussion, different string instruments, but also like synthesizer, uh, keyboards, and some experimental stuff. Um, but you know, we're gonna put out another rhythm one like this too, because we got there's more there's more music to. Oh, did you have outtakes? What's that? You had outtakes from this album? No, there's just other songs that we do that, you know. Oh, you're talking about material. Okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so we got that. We're working on new ones. You're going to record Uh, uh, maybe the same place? 
same. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's our home. That's where we're gonna do it. Yeah. So, similar sound. That was great. And Ron, John, if people want to find out about you on the internet, where do they go? Do they get there's a website, there's a Bandcamp? What, what's going on? Yeah, we got Bandcamp right now. Um, I have not put it out on uh, all the streaming services yet because uh, I want to get the physical copies out there. Um, so go ahead and visit yankeegaucho.bandcamp.com. Um, we'd love to have some more popularity on that website. Um, get connected with other bands, you know, that community kind of thing that Bandcamp does. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then it'll eventually well, it'll be out there on, on Spotify, Apple Music, and all that stuff. Have you ever thought of bringing the band down to Argentina? <laughs> I mean, that's some De Niro. I know that's some fucking change here, yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, yeah, we'd love to. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm a little curious. Uh, I'm waiting to see, trying to spread that uh, word down there. You know, I was telling my teacher about it. Uh, and I'm a little curious, you know, the old school uh, folks down there, they might, they might not like... Uh, <laughs> What I'm doing with the music, uh, it's very traditional folks, you know, uh, but the young kids probably, probably into it, because this music, they don't make this music anymore, the folk music. It's right. Old um, and there's been some people who, like, tried to do some rock stuff, but not really that much, so. Well, I was just curious, you know, because, yeah, you, you know. Like, like Sly said, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. And, like, you use that as That's your right. go-to to, like, for your own personal expression. But, yeah, it's also a big culture thing. It'd be trippy to bring it back home and say, see what you did to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you the best of luck and stuff with these gigs coming up. And, and then when you go back in to make round two, please tell everybody. There's, uh, oh, on the back, so those are all the guest players. If you look on the back, yeah. the, the band camp site. Uh, there's the main four of us. That's me, John Zero on bass. Yeah. Uh, Jay Weaver on the drums. Uh, Mark Kellogg on lead guitar. Strength yeah. Guitar. And on the back is all the guest players. So we got uh, at the top is Ezra, recording engineer. Um, and then uh, you got Rosalie back there with her violin. Right. Uh, Josh Holmes with his electric guitar who's been sitting in. Uh, with us lately. Um, right here. I remember to hold this thing. You know, uh, you want to tell people about your people, right? Because oh, absolutely important. Yeah, uh, yeah. Leave uh, Uncle Levy's back there. Yeah, he was Saxon. That was his wife and friend of mine, Margot, who painted the cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Yumi. Uh, Tori Morrow uh, is playing the flute, the bamboo flute. Uh, she's the only one who I, I didn't know before uh, before we did this. And you uh, think everybody's going to be is everybody going to be involved with round two? I hope so. I always said when uh, when I was doing the album, I always loved yeah. those you know those seventies albums where they've got like you know everybody comes in the studio. Sure, everybody kind of plays a little bit. I love that. Yeah. Look, can I put an invite out? When you get the next album done, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it? Absolutely. Ah, oh, that'd be bitching. Most bitching. Till next time, then. I can't wait to have you back on the show. So safe seas oh, for you, brother. Thank you so much, brother. Okay. Big time. People, July 6th.
2023 dish swap, Peter. So keep your powder dry.